Welcome everybody to the Mets News Podcast, where we talk all things Mets, anything I feel like talking about. Now today's episode will mostly focus on the Mets selling the team. We're gonna, I'm going to give you my thoughts on the owners, really. I mean, it's between A-Rod, Cohen, and a new billionaire. So I'll give you my thoughts on all three of the possible owners. We'll also get my focus on the Mets rotation, where I think they should go, who I think should be in the rotation, and uh, that's really it. Now, to get into the ownership situation, we all know that the Mets blew a $2.6 billion deal between Steve Cohen and the Wilpons. We all know the Mets blew it. The Mets' ownership got greedy. Jeff Wilpon's not a good owner. Nobody likes Jeff Wilpon. Don't get me started on Jeff Wilpon. We'll be here. This will turn into a, a therapy session, really. So enough about that. So now, the New York Mets have basically plummeted. They're going bankrupt. It's the, oh, the Mets have not made payments on their stadium. They're in debt with Citibank. And quite frankly, if the Mets don't sell the team, and with revenue and tickets and people going into the stadium and paying for parking, et cetera, et cetera, not coming in, and also SNY losing hundreds of millions, I, I, hundreds of millions of dollars because the ratings, the, the ratings have plummeted. But the, the one thing I will, I will say about the Wilpons, the debt is their fault with the stadium and everything and not making payments and blah, 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 blah. But the SNY stuff, I mean, that, that, that's not their fault. The ratings plummeting is not their fault. They have no content. They, quite frankly, in my opinion, they did not do a good job covering the NFL draft. And it, it's, it's whatever. But uh, they don't have the content to fill up right now, and I understand that. So... You have all this debt. You lose $2.6 billion. You still could have been a, major- a minority owner in the team with Steve Cohen. And guess what? I'll tell you what. A-Rod is going to buy the team. That, 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 that's, that's the new thing now. J-Lo, you know, the, J-Lo, the one that did the Super Bowl thing, show, halftime show. And uh, I guess she's a big star. I mean, defined big star to me. But, you know, she's worth a lot of money. And then A-Rod's like, well, I have $4 million. You know, we could buy the Mets with a a billion-dollar investor and turn this team around. But here's the problem. Do we really want A-Rod to own the team? Yes, right now A-Rod is a um, celebrity, and he's he's pretty much now a very good ambassador to Major League Baseball. I I will give A-Rod that. Any day of the week, you know, A-Rod's a, good, a great ambassador to Major League Baseball. And, but, you know, maybe it's because I, w- I remember the, t- the 2014 um, A-Rod suspension. Like, you know, that, that whole thing with the steroids. And fu- funny enough, I actually got to see A-Rod play Mariana Rivera, the final game at Yankee Stadium. My uncle used to do the um, lighting at Yankee Stadium, used to do stuff with it. So he got me tickets to Mariano Rivera's final game. And A-Rod, I'll tell you, I remember he got booed so bad by the Yankee fans. He was just, he, he made an error at third base that cost the game. They lost the game 2-1. By the way, Andy Pettit pitched that game. This is, now that I'm talking about this game, let, let, it's all like rejogging my memory. Alex Rodriguez, I got to see Alex Rodriguez, Andy Pettit, and Mariano Rivera pitch a game. And, and Metallica Played live, I, you know, and they lost the game to the San Francisco Giants, two one, 
and A-Rod was the final out. I think he popped up. I know he popped up somewhere in that ninth inning, but I, I did get to see A-Rod play once. I also got to see Derek Jeter play in his final game, and that was Jacob deGrom's final start, and there's this classic photo, Derek Jeter looking at strike three on a fastball in the inside of the plate, inside corner. Oh, that, that just brings back memories. I remember seeing that, and I, I just I told my dad on the way home, this guy's going to be something special, and what do you know, he was, is a very special pitcher. Anyway, back to A-Rod owning the team. It's not, the, I just, I don't know, maybe it's just because I remember, I don't think A-Rod's a very good, he's a liar and a cheater, maybe I don't like that, but, but you know, I mean, anything's better than the Wilpons. My one thing with the team is, and this is what I'm going to get to, Steve Cohen is the best option for the team because, number one, we don't actually know if A-Rod's going <clears> to <throat> get another billionaire to invest in the team. So you're going to tell me uh, that if you tell me Alex Rodriguez, who, by the way, is a diehard Met fan growing up. He, his favorite player was Keith Hernandez. He loved the 86 Mets. He almost went to the Mets in 2000, if, if everyone remembers. But he made out the Mets like normally – Back when the Mets actually had money, when the Bernie Madoff stuff was really working for him. Back when the Mets had money, they didn't like all of Alex Rodriguez's demands. And I think Alex Rodriguez wanted like a office at Shea Stadium, wanted a lot of outrageous stuff. So, you know, that, that's not the Wolpon's fault. But anyway, he wanted to come to the Mets in 2000, ended up going to sign with the Texas Rangers, and... Then he got traded to the Yankees and won a World Series with the Yankees. What irony is that? But anyway, you, uh, I mean, now that I'm actually talking about it and actually, you know, putting, listing the pros and cons in my head, Aaron might actually not be a bad owner, but I still think Steve Cohen should be the Met owner. Number one, we're going to go to this other billionaire. I don't even know his name. He's a billionaire hedge fund guy. He, this just came out yesterday in the New York Post. So if you don't believe me, type in Mets ownership update. This is an actual article. It was reported by Anthony DeComo of MLB in MLB.com. It's been re- the only place that hasn't reported this is SNY. And of course, SNY is not going to report it because it's owned by the Wopons. So anyway, you, this billionaire says he's going to buy the team. And from what I've read, he's not going to put that much money into it. And the Mets are going to stink. Well, let me tell you why that doesn't work. I'm going to use my business financial hat. Let, let, let's all sit down and get a lesson on how to make profit in a sports team or in general. <clears throat> the only way you are going to make profit in life is if you reinvest and build a product up. The Mets right now have a very good team. It's not a great team. It's a good team. If you buy the team, this billionaire guy, whatever his name is. And he doesn't reinvest in the team. He sells off the pieces like the Miami Marlins. Number one, Mets prices to go anywhere. And trust me, I know this because I've been going to games for a very long time. It's like $20 for a, hot, for a beer and $15 for a hot dog. And parking's like $25. So, no, and then ticket prices alone are $500. So, you're basically, after all the expenses, could pay up to $1,000 for a full day at the ballpark. Over, if you buy a jersey that's almost $100 and buy souvenirs. But anyway, back to that. 
If you sell the players and don't reinvest in the team, nobody is going to buy those tickets. Nobody is going to show out, and the Mets are going to end up losing more money than they're losing now. They have lost over the past six months over $1.2 billion. And granted, some of that could be because of Steve Cohen, and some of that could be because of other, other areas. But you cannot tell me if you do, if you do not reinvest in this team, which is you are, the, the fans aren't going to show out. The fans have been burned so many times with these long rebuilds, these long rebuilds, these six to eight year rebuilds. The fans are tired of losing, and that and this is the same thing with A Rod's hedge fund that he's trying to put together. Put together. If that hedge fund doesn't spend money either, and we spend like a middle market team, and we're and we're not competitive, they're gonna lose money. And the prime thing in business is to make money, you have to spend money. So if I spend, to use a final example on how is. So let's say I buy the Mets. Let's say I'm a billionaire and I'm worth $4 billion. And I buy the Mets for $9.5 million, which is the value right now on Forbes. That's how much the Mets would sell for, not including SNY, which SNY was not originally included in the New Deal. Steve Cohen, this is a true story, well, at least this is what I've read. You can look at it. It's all out there. New York Post, MLB, even SNY reported this. Steve Cohen was going to buy the Mets and give an extra $1.2 billion for the Wopons to pay off their debts and other financial areas. And, you know, that, that's it. But you, you cannot tell me that Steve, that, that the Mets, by buying the Mets, you cannot tell me that not investing money into the team to make it a competitive team year in and year out wouldn't up the value. Look at the New York Yankees. They invest in their team every year and they're worth over a billion dollars. They're the highest grossing team in the MLB. You want to know what the second highest grossing team is? The Dodgers. The, you want to know what's after that? The Astros. And then et cetera, et cetera. Teams that are good on a daily, constant year. So if you're going to buy the Mets to, to round this out, if you're going to spend the billion dollars to buy the Mets, and granted, I know the Mets are in debt with their stadium, and that's going to be inherited debt by, because it's not Wopons, whatever they're called, it's Sterling Mets. That have been missing the payments, which is basically the trademark of the New York Mets. That's their business name. So if you're gonna buy the Mets, what I would what I would do is you'd pay off the debt, then maybe you take a year off from free agency, you get your house in order, you extend guys like McNeil, you extend like do you extend guys like DeGrom, you give them money to buy a big free agent. And you become a winning team. I guarantee the team will be right up there with the New York Yankees in net worth. If they go, if they go, if they go to a couple of World Series, and they're good every year. The one thing that has plagued the Mets in their franchise history, even before the Wilpons have bought the team, was finances and sustained winning. And I don't care what anybody says. The New York Mets fans are the most... Pa- I am a New York Mets fan. I have a podcast about the New York Mets. I have a podcast about the New York Mets, obviously. The New York Mets have the most passionate 
fans in the world, and they're all over the place, but we're just scared to show it. How passionate we really, truly are. And that's it. If you're going to buy the Mets, whether it's J-Lo, whether an A-Rod with their investors, whether it's this new billionaire, whether it's Steve Cohen. And by the way, Steve Cohen is worth almost $16 billion in assets and net worth. His net worth alone is $13.5 billion, estimated by Bloomberg Industries. If you're going to buy the Mets, like Steve Cohen was going to do, and why I think he's the best choice to buy the Mets, all the fans are asking, you don't have to buy every free agent like the Yankees did in the mid-2000s. We just want you to, number one, bring back the black jerseys. Which, again, which is another stupid move by the Wilpons because that would bring in network, that would bring in cash that right now, if they say, oh, we're bringing them back right now because of the quarantine, or you can get Pete Alonso and Jacob DeGrom, cool, majestic black jerseys, or I guess Nike now, majestic black jerseys. If they'd buy that, that'd be a steal. Every Met fan would buy one because that's what the fan base wants. And that's something that the Mets don't listen to their fans. That's another thing. Even with, like, uniforms. Take a look. They don't, they don't listen to them. They don't have any nice uniforms. The pinstripes are disgusting. I do like the blue road and home uniforms. The alternate blue and homes. But that's like a third alternate uniform. There's, like, no... It's worse. It's like they're just... They're bland. And, they're, and they don't have the credibility like the New York Yankees to say, you see the Yankee symbol... And it's fine. The Yankee uniform's fine. The pinstripes, it's fine. Or the Phillies, they have their uniform. Who have, had win- have won championships and have an area. But even the Phillies change up their uniforms and bring back their retro jerseys, which is another thing. But enough about that. But if you're gonna buy the Mets, you have to invest a little bit. And I guarantee the Mets will become a more valued team. And they'll be worth a lot more money. But we'll see about the Met ownership. I'm scared to see what the Wilpons are going to do. I, Jeff Wilpons already messed up two deals in one decade to sell the team. Remember in 2010, they were like only inking it away. The, the owners voted on it just like they did with Steve Cohen. And nothing really ever came out of it. So I'm, I'm, hopefully, as I say sometimes, the third time is the charm. Now, on to the Met rotation to close out this podcast. We all know that Noah Syndergaard is out for the year. And we all know he's probably going to be out for two years. But the Mets rotation right now, I'd say they don't have any depth. Obviously now Michael Walker is going to be put into the rotation. And that's really the end of it. So what the Mets could do and what the Mets should do is, and I can't believe I'm going to say this because two years ago when this guy got traded to the Cincinnati Reds for Devin Mezzarocco, I was just like, oh, thank God, he's finally out of my hair. But here's what I would do. Hear me out. I'm going to present my case just like I did with the Wopons and the Mets earlier in the podcast. I'm going to present the case on why this guy should be brought back. The New York Mets, for rotation depth, should bring back the dark... Knight, number 33, Matt Harvey. I'll give a few seconds for everyone to process that information. 
The reason why the New York Mets should bring back Matt Harvey, it's like bringing in Devin Mezzarocco. It was a low-risk, high-reward scenario. You only have to pay him the league minimum. The guy still has a nice fastball. I think the problem is with Matt Harvey is he, he was never really taught how to locate in college. And that's the thing. If you're not taught how to locate, then you're never going to be good. Uh, let's use a high schooler, for example. By the way, before everybody says, I'm just using the high schooler as an example. I know what I'm about to say in velocity, you couldn't throw in the big leagues as your fastball. One of, my, one of the great coaches in the high, in the high school area, who, I've had, who I had the pleasure of working with for the past four years, once told me, you can throw a 70-mile-an-hour fastball, but you just have to... But if you have... Hold on, let me rephrase this. You can throw a 70-mile-an-hour fastball if you have one thing, and that is location. If you can locate the fastball to, into the corners and all the other areas you're going to be a fine pitcher. But if you can't locate a fastball then that's thrown 70 miles an hour, or in Matt Harvey's case, 90 to 88 miles an hour, like Bartolo Colon, like, I'll use Bartolo Colon in the next example. Like, anyway, so if you don't have a fastball at 90 miles an hour for Matt Harvey and you don't locate it, of course you're going to give up 40 foot, 440 feet monster bombs in the left center field deck. Of course that's going to happen. But if you locate your fastball like Bartolo Colon does, like a person that doesn't have velocity, and you, have your, and you locate your off-speed stuff also, you're going to have everyone off balance, and you're going to be a fine pitcher. Look at Bartolo Colon, 44 years old. going to be 45 on, in, in May. I don't know his birthday. But he locates so well that he strikes out every batter and he always throws a fastball from eight that ranges from 85 to 81 occasionally when his adrenaline's pumping like the home run he hit in san diego it'll touch 90 but rarely does that happen but and then he occasionally throws in a slider or a changeup. he can't throw a curveball anymore because his arm's old but he just he's fine he strikes out the batter he moves on and if, Matt, if, we could, if the Mets could figure out how to work with that with Matt Harvey, and by the way, if Jeremy Hefner and Phil Regan are the real pitching whisperers, they could figure it out. So really, and if it doesn't work out with Matt Harvey, you could just get rid of him and in the offseason sign somebody else. Because the Mets do have two nice pitching pieces in the, the final pieces of the farm that Brody Van Wagenen destroyed in my opinion. They still have two nice pieces that are still two years away that are going to replace Noah Syndergaard and Steven Matz. So really, the Mets should sign Matt Harvey because it's a low-risk, high-reward scenario. It really is. Just like Adrian Gonzalez, just like the Marlin Birds, and just like any other guy, just like, um, what's his name? Chris Young or Dice K. Matsuzaka. They came off injuries. They learned how to locate from Dan Worthen. They only threw in the mid to upper 80s. And they, had good, and they learned how to locate their sliders, change up and curveballs better. Jeremy Hefner, another prime example. Didn't have good stuff. Didn't have good stuff. Learned how to locate. And then turned to be a really good pitcher. Really, if you don't have velocity... If you learn how to locate, most of the time, you'll be fine. I'm not saying every start you're going to not... There are going to be a couple hiccups in the road. 
maybe a little more than usual. But at the end of the year, you're still going to throw up to 200 innings. Like Porcel, another one that, that came to mind. Does, he learned how to locate and won a Cy Young. R.A. Dickey, too. But if you, it's like eventually, the numbers will always even out. They always did with Bartolo Colon. They did with Porcella. They did with Daisuke Matsuzaka. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. Chris Young and Jeremy Hefner. But granted, those guys had injuries, and they probably pitch hurt most of the time. That's the same thing also with Steven Matz, another guy too that just needs to learn how to locate. And that's why I'm kind of excited to see what what uh, Jeremy Hefner is going to be able to do because what he did in, to, in, in Minnesota really turned out well for their rotation. And in Minnesota, that's not a pitcher-friendly ballpark. Center field's a pitcher-friendly area, but everywhere else is not. So yeah, the Mets should take a flyer on Matt Harvey and see what happens. He, I'm not saying he earns a rotation, but you're not, you're not going to tell me that those, one of those guys aren't going down. Michael Wonka... Injured has an injury history. Rick Porcella has an injury history. Guys like that are going to go down. But uh, again, I'm not in that area. It's just a suggestion. We're all. That's what I would do if I was in the Mets situation. We'll see what happens. Granted, baseball is going to be coming back in July. Maybe if it comes back at all. But the umpires I read last night have come to an agreement. So the Players Association and the MLB and with the blessing of Dr. Fauci and the president and the government in general and the areas where they're going to be playing in Arizona and Florida, they will need to okay it. But just think about it. The ratings Major League Baseball is going to get because there's nothing else on. The ratings they're going to get. It's going to be gold. So we'll see when baseball comes back, but it's been good to talk to everyone, good to do another podcast. I haven't done one in a little bit, so I think that puts a wrap on everything. You just listen to the Mets News Podcast. It's always a pleasure. I'll be, st- I'll be posting regularly again, guys. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to my podcast on a- Apple, Spotify, Anchor, all the platforms, and uh, thanks for listening, and have a good one, and continue to stay safe and wash your hands.